0: For 10 years it's crazy
1: yeah dude got the what a I got pro the
0: bod to prove it too man <laughs>
1: yeah that's true welcome once again to chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to but you probably should and you probably are at this point and that's why we like you welcome once again, <laughs> as I say, once again, once again, uh, today we are drinking a very special uh, Heaven Hill release. that came out in 2020, September of 2020. It is the Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel Bourbon. It's got some hype to it. It's got some uh, legends to it. And there is some scandal uh, oh, to no. it in the uh, history today. Not exactly the bottle itself, but maybe what Heaven Hill claims about Elijah did Craig. They, did they hire Jeff but We'll get DeLuby? to that later.
0: Who's Jeff Galouli? Cool. He bludgeoned Nancy Kerrigan in the knee and ruined her Olympic hopes. Oh, that
1: guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's not that kind of scandal on today's episode. Sorry to ruin the intro. Um, No, it's all good. But anyway, before I get to Nancy uh, Kerrigan or um, uh, what's her name? What's the other? Uh, Tanya Harding or anyone like that, or whiskey, or history, or any topic of feelings, or life, or anything like that. This is a very interesting <laughs> intro. We're gonna talk about some business. Uh, here's, here's my business for the week. It's short, it's simple. Uh, we all know that you, listener, are not the only bourbon or whiskey drinker in your life. Uh, you have friends, you have family, you have people that dig whiskey. And the world of whiskey is growing. Like that, that is evidenced by the fact that I can't buy Buffalo Trace at the store anymore. And that being said, share our podcast with your friends and family. Just, just tell them, you know, I've been listening to this really great podcast lately. I've, I'm four episodes in and I'm hooked. And, uh, and then you tell them all about how much you love us. And then, you know, we're just continuing to grow and then the world will know about Chill Filtered and you will be to blame. So that's the business for this week. Share us. Just tell someone about us that enjoys whiskey. We understand that we are not the only whiskey podcast and nor are we the only or are we like because for me, like I'm not even going to go there. Not everyone likes podcasts. Not everyone likes every type of podcast. But maybe that person that you're like, hey, they like whiskey. Maybe they will love our podcast. And for that, we thank you for sharing. So that's the business for the week. That was a long intro, man.
0: Classic Cole cool and, and meanwhile,
1: before this episode, Robbie's like, let's not, let's not, uh, just this episode, let's not like uh, go long just to go long. But sometimes the, you know, the feelings just come and you gotta just express them. So, Robbie, how you doing this week? <laughs>
0: Well, I, I don't know what feelings I'm to express, but the feelings will come, as I've been told. <laughs> uh, good, man. Today was my last day uh, of school, so I am, like, officially gone summer, minus Mm-mm. I got to go back and, like, nice. you know, just erase a couple whiteboards and take a couple posters down. No nice. big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm all right. A little emotional, though. Mara um, finished fifth grade, so she's coming up to middle school
1: with me wow. next year. So Middle school. Which,
0: like... I don't know, man, Like she, like, so we had an incident this week where she got some, dra- there was some drama, and she was like, so-and-so Aww. told me that so-and-so posted this thing on their TikTok, and it was kind of mean, and so I went, and I, I was Aww. like, all right, well, I, let, let me download TikTok and go see what it is, and so went and watched it, <clears throat> and uh, this kid is, who. Oh, I don't know about this kid. This kid is crazy. And it just made me realize my daughter is so sweet and innocent and just kind. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, gosh. And then when she leaves element, like, when you get to middle school, that's where, like, you have to, like, about the middle of seventh grade. And that's where it's, like, you kind of just start getting older. You know, like, the the, the night na- yeah. naivete is not there as much. So, yeah, yeah it kind of got me today. And when I, you know, I went to go pick her up uh for the last time ever and i was like oh my gosh i'm never going to pick my daughter like my oldest up at elementary so it was a little bit of an oh. emotional day today and uh said for sure said goodbye to a lot of oh gosh i have the coolest 8th grade class this year so super sad to see them go so nice. a little bit of an emotional day ready for a drink for sure um yeah that's about it i mean other than that there's nothing too much else, except for i'm pissed because uh, bo and his brother, who Bear, uh, who is owned by Chelsea's mom, we're at the house today. Okay. i dug up all of my cucumber plants, so now I will have zero oh, cucumbers. Oh no. uh, And Amara loves—I would be mad—loves pickles. You know, Amara loves pickles, and I was so excited to do some pickling with her this this year, but oh, I got maybe yeah, I should run out and see if I can find some plants. I gotta find some, but those dang dogs! Yeah, you should. Those darn dogs dug them all up.
1: Yeah, so. poop-eating, fart-sniffing dogs. Z yeah, worst. But anyway, yeah. Uh, I how so the twins this <coughs> month are turning what four?
0: Before at the end of the month, yeah. Twenty. Uh, wow. 30th.
1: Yep, the thirtieth. It's crazy to think that the twins are older <clears throat> than Amara when I met her.
0: Wow, that is crazy to think. Isn't that crazy? It is.
1: Yeah. Golly. Wow. Cause I feel like so Amara's only like eleven. She's eleven, yeah.
0: Two thousand ten, baby.
1: So I like met you eight years ago. Yeah. Or no, no, no. I met you earlier because when we, when we, when I lived in Boise the second time, it was you, she was three. So yeah, I met you ten years ago. Yeah, actually, this summer ten years ago.
0: Yeah, because I didn't have Amara yet. That's right. Mm. And it was right about this time. That was you, the summer you got Amara. You came here
1: about right at the beginning of the summer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. was a great summer. It was a fun summer. Good, stinking summer. Yeah. And what I love about Boise in the summer is the sun goes down at like 10 p.m. in the in June and stuff. It's amazing. Which is amazing
0: until you have a kid and you're like, it's dark enough, go to bed. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Put up some blackout curtains, yeah. No, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. It sounds like a, a good full week it for has you. Been. Some some emotions. Yeah. Some uh bittersweets oh you know? and and some cute this comments. will
0: come out on chelsea's birthday so happy birthday darling flag day so there yeah you go. happy birthday chelsea yeah she won't hear it she doesn't listen <laughs> 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 yeah i talk too much how you doing man how, how's That's your funny. week been give us the update on the you AAC. know i
1: think the best part yeah the best part is that on sunday we got it fixed, and and so, it you know it came down to the home warranty companies like no, we're not pretty pretty much going to do anything. We're just going to fix it again. And even when the like, what do you read? like the technician came over and he was like, yeah, this is going to need to be replaced. And then the, he hits up the um, home warranty company, and the home warranty company is like, sorry, we're not paying for a new one. We're just going to keep fixing it until until it needs to be fixed again. And so, basically, we just bought our own and uh, bought a new AC unit. And so, that's that. I mean, luckily, we didn't, like, go into debt for it or anything like that. Um, But we, yep, just dealt with it, got it over with. And, yeah, it is what it is. But we are cold now once again. And it is so nice to sleep and have to pull the covers up. Like, there's, like, it's so underrated no, I, I'm sleeping in your own bed think, and pulling the covers up over your cold shoulders. I don't think that's underrated. I think that's like
0: perfect. Everyone knows how great it is to sleep in your own bed with a working yeah. air conditioner.
1: Maybe it's just that people take it for granted sometimes. I think, yeah. But it it's, is it's, glorious. You know,
0: it's a privileged life when you like don't realize how good you have it. You know, mm. we so crazy thing. Yeah. When we picked Amara mm-hmm. up. Um, we stayed at this guest house. And we would, it was down like this uh-huh. alley and we'd walk out the alley. At the end of the alley, there was like this aluminum container. Not like it almost, it kind of looked like a shipping container, but it was not that big. It was probably, gosh, eight feet long, three feet high, uh-huh. four, three to four feet wide. And a dad and his daughter live in that thing in Addis Ababa. And it would get to be like 90 degrees with humidity outside. And that's where they would sleep. And this aluminum wow. like, and she was the happiest little girl, sweetest guy. Oh, and, uh, you just—I don't know. We're very privileged to live where we live, you know. So, oh, for oh, sure. Man. Yeah.
1: It's funny when you when you said when we went to pick up Amara, I was like at school. <laughs> like this kind of thing happened at school, and then it hit me that <laughs> this is Ethiopia. Yeah,
0: I did talk about picking yeah. her up earlier today, but I met in Ethiopia. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just amazing, you know, perspective on things. I don't. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but it's just like. Sometimes you just take certain things for granted. You, you know? do. Absolutely. but Absolutely. Yeah. So. AC's fixed, though. At and this you, point,
0: I. What I that? Kind of trying to get it back on track before I derailed. AC's fixed. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point.
1: So, yeah, at this point, it's. Baby is still uh, due in a week and a half. And at the point in which this episode will come out, it's less than a week. So, oh, yeah. uh, she's due on the 19th. And. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm like very excited, and and it's and I have a feeling what's gonna happen is it's just gonna hit me like a ton of bricks, where it's just like, all right, I can't, I I will never be the same after this. You're, and, you're already there.
0: You're already there, but you just don't. I, I feel it. like
1: it'll like scare me in a way though. <laughs> like I'm excited about that, but like I feel like it'll be like no turning back now. You know, like not that I would, but uh, it's just, uh, yeah, I have a feeling it's just gonna hit me, but I'm excited. I get to meet her. I get to experience the miracle of childbirth, which I'm a little scared about. So and does
0: does Heather's family have like a history of needing C sections or anything like that?
1: No. Okay. So no. you're getting like the full yeah. real deal. Oh, oh yeah, boy. likely. Oh boy. Yeah. Did I guess you had twins? So, or Chelsea had twins after a yeah, month. So, so Chelsea's so. family has
0: a history of needing C sections, um, combined uh-huh. with. There's been instances where like they'll try to do a traditional birth and maybe one baby will come out traditionally and the other one won't, and then you have to do a C section. She was like, I am not healing from two different things. And I was like, I don't blame you, just do the C section. Whatever you want to do. Like That's a good point. But the C section is crazy and it's weird and it's scary. Like your wife your wife is cut open from the stomach, like oh
1: yeah and you're sitting
0: inches away and like they put a barrier
1: so you, and you're pulling a baby out
0: pulling a baby out and it's just like oh my, like i said last week pregnancy is awful it is awful like yeah well, thank you i don't ever want to, i don't ever want my wife to go through that again it's awful
1: yeah but i mean no it's beautiful cole you're it's yeah you're that's so, what i'm scared you're about. So lucky. It's, beautiful, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> it's beautiful man you're saw, it. that's why my voice grows more and more uh scared
0: <laughs> oh thanks rob <clears throat> thanks man
1: (laughs) and that's cool though yeah so
0: so what's the due date like the date date
1: the 19th so next Saturday so that's
0: like the day before Father's Day
1: it is I'm hoping it can kind of coincide well
0: that's cool either way you should still celebrate Father's Day because you're about there you've been helping your wife along you know
1: yeah yeah Totally. I'm a pro at this father thing already. <laughs> My first Father's Day, I was actually in.
0: That's when we picked tomorrow up. I was in Ethiopia. It was pretty awesome.
1: That's legit. It was. It was really cool. So it's been 10 years. Yeah. Are you guys going to celebrate that?
0: We probably should. I don't know. I mean, yeah, we'll celebrate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 10 years is at least a big year. Yeah. It is. It's pretty cool.
0: Wow. Dang. I've been a dad for 10 years. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, dude. Got the. What a I pro. Got the
0: bod to prove it, too, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so anyway. well, what else, man? Anything yep, else you want? To, that's that. Else you, got, you got going on? No, no, just the big things of AC and baby. AC and baby, perfect, man. All right. Yep. So, but why don't we? Uh, why don't we move it forward? We'll send it to break, and then I do have a few announcements, and then we'll get to Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel. We'll talk about the history of Elijah Craig and we'll get into drinking it but before we do any of that let's send it to break and we're back we've always with chill filter we've always been here we never really left oh we've been here yeah it's not like we like go on a walk between (laughs) segments it's not like we're like all right i gotta walk this one off or something i've talked too much about my life just kind
0: of made me sad like if we were in the same city recording this would we just like just go for a stroll around the block i don't know heck yeah we would (laughs) i don't know man yeah
1: next time we're together we will (laughs) we're going on a break and then yeah
0: we're just gonna go on a short break and then poor John. We'll pick it back poor up. Poor John comes, has to wait like 20 minutes t- till we get back on the mic.
1: Yeah. Hey, speaking of John, mm-hmm. John got a raise this week. Oh, why is that? Uh, with being our editor. And you know why he got a raise, Robbie? I just Robbie? asked. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. So he got a raise because we are continually doing well with Patreon. And so, you know, every every little bit we we knock it up on terms of um uh, you know, uh, our Patreon support, we're going to knock up his his uh weekly or not weekly, you know, his paycheck basically. Uh so, yeah, here's my notes today. At least my announcement notes. We have done it. Uh, we have officially made it our goal. You're totally
0: reading from a piece of paper, aren't you?
1: Oh, I totally have. <laughs> we yeah. We have yeah, yeah, done yeah. it. But like, you'll you'll figure it out, yeah. But I had to like at least write something out. It's the cola prompt. Uh, but we've officially made our goal on Patreon to where we can buy that special bottle or two to share with our Patreon supporters on YouTube Live. So at this point, me and Robbie, we are uh, at least a month out. Yeah, it's going to be at least a month out. Patreon. We'll uh, pay at the beginning of the month of July, and we're going to buy at least uh, one or two bottles, maybe even three, that we can courier out samples to our supporters, uh, at least our Patreon supporters, for the next two or three months. And then the goal is that once a month, uh, we'll figure out what day of the month it will be, Uh, we'll drink with them on the interwebs. And so, more to come on that in the next month or so uh, of how that's going to work. But yeah, we're going to make it public to everyone, but uh, those who are drinking with us will be drinking the exact same pour that we are drinking because we will have courier to them. So, Patreon people, you are awesome. We've done it. Uh, in saying that, we also have two new Patreon supporters this week. Uh, first is Chuck Westerberg uh, yeah. at on Instagram, at what's up with Chuck. All one word. No no underscores or anything. And he got a, on the chill-filtered flask level. And you know this guy, do yeah, you? Yeah,
0: he's one of my good friends. He's one of uh, the trophy husbands oh, from awesome. uh, Chelsea's
1: old work. So, nice. uh, great guy. I love it. And then we got another guy. His name is Will Barrett. And I'm not sure if he's on Instagram, uh, but if you are Will uh, and you want to reach out, please do. Uh and and he's on the Chill Filtered Stemless Glencairn level mm, on Patreon. Level. And they will both be getting some fun samples uh, from Chill Filtered couriered to their door in the next month. So, great. Also, one other thing I wanted to mention, a great conversation with Sean. Uh, I gave the wrong, not the wrong, but I gave his personal uh, Instagram last week. Here is his whiskey Instagram Uh the Sean uh Crow that I talked about last week is at fish underscore sips. Uh and he hit us up this week and dude just made our day with some very uplifting words on Best Weeks ever. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was like just saying what the podcast meant to him and that dude is awesome and he's a Patreon supporter and he's darn good looking and um and he's a Patreon supporter, so... Yes. Oh, maybe they have to do the same with... They have to do with the same kind of Seriously, thing. Seriously, like, the good-looking anyway, people are always our Patreons. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah I mean, Will Barrett, good-looking man, oh, you know? Adorable. Uh, Chuck Westerberg, have you seen his face? Oh. I mean, come on. His
0: wife, Stephanie's lucky to have him.
1: Lucky to have him. Good-looking people on Patreon. That's all I'm saying. And my last note, um, before I get into the history is a big shout out to the Bourbon Badger uh, for two weeks in a row being the provider of our whiskey that we're drinking on the podcast. So thanks, Caleb. He provided the sample of Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel this week. So, And on that note, this is not our first Elijah Craig bottle in the podcast. Actually, episode 66, technically 89 episodes ago, which is crazy to think about. Like, 89 episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we drank Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, specifically batch C918. Uh, and we've been drinking a lot of Heaven Hill products lately, though. Uh, most recently, we were drinking Henry McKenna Single Barrel. Uh, so, here's, here's a question. Uh, who was Elijah Craig? Now, on episode 66, I did talk a little about who elijah craig was but i wanted to dig even deeper into that this week now heaven hill is very quick to say that elijah craig was quote the father of bourbon unquote claiming that he was the first to age his bourbon whiskey in new charred oak barrels uh but it it can't here's the scandal it's not scandal really at all it's just questionable uh It can't be super easily verified, but there is some cool history to this. So, uh, Elijah Craig was a Baptist preacher, a reverend um, from Fayette County, Virginia. And I talked about this last time. Here's something cool about Fayette County, Virginia. There is no Fayette County, Virginia, at least not anymore. What? Yet Fayette County remains exactly where it did since the 1700s. And it's just, it's just that it's not in Virginia anymore, as Virginia used to encompass quite a few modern-day states back in the 1700s, including Kentucky. So where, where is Fayette County? It's basically where Lexington, Kentucky is, right around the Lexington area. Uh, but he was actually really born in modern-day Virginia uh, before moving there. He was born in Orange County, which is just north of Charlottesville, if anyone's familiar. I've been to Orange. It's a cool place. It's a beautiful place, I'll tell you that. Um, Anyway, Elijah Craig was not only a preacher, he was kind of a jack-of-all-trades, an entrepreneur, a paper and wool mill owner, and a distiller. In 1874, well after Elijah Craig died, there was a book published and it was called The History of Kentucky and it was by Lewis and Richard Collins. In it... They speak of the first bourbon being from 1789, a bourbon from Georgetown, Kentucky, which is in Fayette County, and it's where Elijah Craig lived, just north of Lexington. And they mentioned a fulling mill. And fulling mill is has to do with rope making. And so in at some close part in the book, it mentions that Elijah Craig owned a fulling mill in Georgetown, Kentucky. And so they they kind of make this connection of like there there was a fulling mill and there was bourbon made at that fulling mill. And then separately, it says Elijah Craig owned a fulling mill, not the fulling mill, but it says, and it might've been the fulling mill, but I don't know how many, how even, many fulling mills are in Georgetown, Kentucky in 18, or 1789. I don't even but it probably was, and a I, fulling mill,
0: let alone many mills to necessitate entire fulling mill. Now, what am I going to do with yeah. a fooling mill, Stacy? Get the net. What's that from? Uh, it's uh, Kind of like Wayne's World. I don't even own a gun, let alone mini guns, which would necessitate an entire rack. Now, what <laughs> am I going to do with a gun rack, Stacy? Get the net.
1: Sorry. Hey, speaking <laughs> of Stacy, uh, Heather and I are hanging out with Jerome and Stacy of, uh, what? what is his Instagram handle After again? a fat boy, I think. That's right, something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and we're hanging out with one of our our uh, Patreon like supporters. Uh, most supporting uh, yeah, Patreon he's, people he's a, the this weekend. Of our
0: Patreon tier. we're uh, in in Phoenix.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's coming down oh, to nice. Phoenix. He's uh, he's saying what up. So oh, that's fun. Yeah, I'm excited. We'll get some uh, brunch, brunch it up. So, if baby's not born at that point, so yeah. Anyway, anywho, so is cool. So maybe maybe he was the father of bourbon. Maybe he was the first to age bourbon in New Charred Oak. But it's possible none of that is true. Because not there's not enough concrete history. But I do actually believe that if this book were true, saying that there was a fulling mill and there was the <laughs> beginning of bourbon there... I do believe that Fulling Mill was Elijah Craig's Fulling Mill, but does that mean he was the father of bourbon and the first to age in new charred oak cask? I don't know. I don't know. I I
0: kind of feel, anyway. I feel like we should take this episode uh in a whole other direction and just really
1: investigate down deep the Fulling Mill. Yeah. Like what happened at the Fulling Mill?
0: Yeah. This is like, oh
1: man. I just like saying Fulling Mill, I
0: I I guess. I'm with you. You've got me intrigued. I really feel like we're missing the mark yeah. on this. I wish we would. Have. Should we just pause this and research the folding Mill and then come back later with this episode?
1: I say we fly to Kentucky. All right, figure this one out.
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: but anyway, in the 1960s, Commonwealth Distillers, the company, trademarked the name for the purpose of making whiskey. Uh, and that net and name is Elijah Craig, and eventually Heaven Hill bought out the trademark before it was ever used. And in 17, or I'm sorry, 1976, uh, they bought it out and they didn't even use the name on a bottle until 1986. Uh, but they were very proud of their age statement, starting with Elijah Craig. Basically, they started with a 12-year age statement. And soon after, within 10 years, they uh, started an 18-year age statement for bourbon, which is huge risk uh hoping it works out and it did and to this day we still have elijah craig well we don't have the 12 year they lost the 12 year age statement but they still make the 18 year in fact robbie scored himself a bottle Booyah. recently we did with boo yeah so yeah elijah craig bourbon wasn't messing around and that's what we're drinking today not the 18 or 12 year but we're drinking elijah craig toasted barrel And now, Heaven Hill started releasing this expression starting in September 2020, so not even a year ago. And this is, and they even claim it on their website, this is Elijah Craig's small batch that is fully matured, and then instead of bottling what comes from the small batch, I don't know, batch, uh, they actually dumped it all and then added all the juice to new toasted oak barrels. Whose staves were seasoned for eighteen months and then put together in the barrel and flash charred to get a light what? toast, not a strong char, a light toast. So there's no mallows in this, and you could get malos in potentially the notes. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Like toasted barrel bourbons can get, can have that sometimes, like a really be. nice malo flavor. Pissed off. Yeah, no s'mores. <laughs> S'more what? <laughs> anyway, uh, no age statement and 94 proof and the mash bill is 78% corn 12% malted barley 10% rye so high on the corn a little bit on the malted barley as well Uh, total wine price if you're able to find it and good luck at total wine uh, $50 but I've seen it I saw it in a store one time and it was 90 and I decided not to go for it but that's it Let's uh, let's All right. cork this pop, uh, and by cork this pop, I mean pop this cork, and by pop this cork, I mean let's open these sample <laughs> bottles. So,
0: you know, so one thing that we've started doing lately is is kind of toasting before we get to drinking here, right? So I do. I just have we? Well, we just, like a couple last couple, so I would you know toast somebody like we've had a good conversation with or something like that. Yeah. Oh, for sure! Yeah. I, I, do you remember what I'm talking about now? Or am I crazy here, Cole? Yeah, totally. Right. So, I, can I yeah. can I say a toast for the toasted barrel? Toast away! All right, our badger, who art in Wisconsin, Caleb, be thy name. Thy whiskey come, thy will be done. Down my Gullet, it'll be heaven. So, thank you, Caleb. Appreciate the whiskey.
1: Now, did you, like, think that out? Because I can't do that. I can't think that fast, Robbie. So I thought
0: of it, and then you kept talking. So then I looked at the Lord's Prayer just to make sure, and then I thought about it for a while. So you talk, and I think of things. Wow. But the reason I thought about that pro. is because you're talking about Elisha being the pastor or the religious man. and It all comes together. Yeah, and I like Elijah in the Bible. Hey, Baldy. Get out of here, Baldy. Oh, yeah? You want to call me bald? Well, here's a bunch of bears at you. Dead.
1: So that's actually Elisha. Is it Elisha? Elisha was the Baldi. Okay, mm-hmm. you're right. And Elijah was the New Testament, right?
0: No, Elijah. Uh, no, no, Elisha's no, no. First,
1: uh, Elijah taught and and like uh, like was his like teacher of Elisha. Was Elijah's student, basically? Okay, so
0: I got it reverse. So Elisha is second. Elijah was first.
1: Yep. Yep. Je, and, je, uh, je. Yeah. Mm-hmm, gotcha. And there's there's you know, people say I am skilled at many things like jewelry making and whiskey and math. Mm-hmm. But one surprising jeans. thing is I I yeah, I wear jeans all the time and that's it. Ball sweat. Yeah. Well I guess that's part of the jeans. Sweaty. <laughs> what what was it? Um what well, was swampy, that's the word you used.
0: Yeah. <laughs> trench of swampy. So I haven't goodness. even
1: smelled this thing yet. <laughs> what what but this is dark. Does it is this dark to you or am I
0: crazy? Yeah, it's pretty dark. What what
1: whiskey did yeah. you say
0: was a trench of swampy goodness?
1: Oh, uh I think it was EH Taylor. Uh I think it was the one that the barrel proof that uh Jason Preston said. Oh, and I'm so glad you remembered that cuz I totally forgot about that.
0: Oh man.
1: A trench of swampy goodness
0: <laughs> see and you make fun of my you make uh, fun of my chuck E. cheese analogies you called a whiskey a trench of swampy goodness
1: <laughs> but that's not even worth making fun of it's the best uh, analogy it's ever, pretty yeah. awesome it, it's, it's awesome in retrospect but anyway yeah that's uh, funny i want to say that was like episode 100 or something like that but anyway Anywho, so no big
0: deal nose wise i'm getting a little bit like a cherry or like dark fruit maybe Mm-hmm. There's definitely like the, a bourbon, this bourbony, like apple kind of a thing going, but it's like a little cherry or something.
1: Yeah, this smells delicious.
0: What's the proof on this again?
1: I'm getting, uh, it's 94. Okay. That's it. And I'm, I, I would expect a little more in a good way. Um, I'm getting a little bit of those notes that you're talking about, uh, kind of that bourbony, um. Oak's showing up tiny bit, but one of the big notes I'm getting on top of like the caramely, bourbony, uh is a little bit of lemon peel. Oh, okay. Or maybe potentially orange peel. Oh, maraschino cherries specifically uh Luxardo. Luxardo. Not not your fake cherries or like bright cherries. This is like you ever had lux? Yeah, of course Mm -hmm. you've had Luxardo. Mm -hmm. Yeah really good notes of that. Ooh, like rich, dense cherries, yeah. So my first sip here.
0: Uh-huh. Mouthfeel it's really thin, like it's really wet almost, like it just there's not a lot of viscosity to it, which is not typically something I would go for, but it is it's in that direction enough to where it's interesting for sure. Um It's definitely, it it almost has a little bit of a rye spice to it as well. Like, it's a little spicy. So, I don't know, I'm going to go for my second sip. Yeah.
1: This was, I would say on the palate, there's a lot of density to it. Uh, I'm getting notes of a little bit of that, that, like, still that rich, dense, like, really creamy maraschino cherry. Uh, oak is like a little bit all over the place in a good way. There's a, I would even say it's complex in the oaky way. The weird thing is the finish waters out a little bit. Still good, though. I wouldn't say it gets bad. It just kind of dissipates in a almost like you're diluting it a little bit. But I, I, I don't want to go all all out with that first you know, mm-hmm. sip. I want to I really determine on the second sip here. So what do so you think? So it's
0: funny because like on the nose, if you were to tell me this is like 100 proof or higher, I, I would believe because it was a little vapory. Like it was a little hot on the nose. Uh, mm-hmm. But on the palate, it's not there at all. It really just, it, it, it's almost watery. Like it's just not, Uh, it just, it, it doesn't have that viscosity that like I was talking about. Um. Definitely getting oak. It's got a lot, of, a good amount of oak to it. But I'm getting a lot of those darker fruits, dark cherry, like maybe like a, a Bing cherry is what I'm getting. So mm-hmm. I'm not getting i can get I'm that. Not, I can get behind not that. I'm not getting a ton of sweetness though. But it's it's there's some sweetness there, but not not super sweet, which is kind of nice. I like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on the sweetness. It's it's weird. Like this is. Uh, this is very different to me. I wouldn't say this is your typical bourbon. Mm-hmm. There's something about this that is very special, and I can't fully put my finger on it. One thing that does come to mind, though, is normally when I say a bourbon's not sweet, sometimes it comes into the the oakiness that that okay. keeps it from being sweet. The oakiness here is not like a... Sometimes if you were to like take a piece of oak... And just stick it in your mouth and feel the grain <laughs> in your mouth. Like, that's, that's, notice how I didn't say wood. <laughs> yeah, um, we all thought it, though. I, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and I, like, I, I see that as, like, removing the sweetness from whatever you were eating or whatever, something I got like you. that. I see what you're saying. With this, I wouldn't say... It's so oaky that it's not sweet. It's something else that's preventing it from being too sweet. It's it's interesting. Okay. I got to go for a third sip go here. Go for your third sip. I already dropped my water.
0: So I'm going to let you, uh, because I'm interested to see what you think after you drop water, because I'm getting a significant difference with the water. Um, it's wetter for one, but I, I, I don't want to get too much <laughs> into it. But uh, what would you get with your third sip, Cole? Anything else? <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I am getting a little bit of a marshmallow taste. Are you uh, oh, marshmallow? No, I'm not at all. Yep.
0: Jealous.
1: <laughs> so I just dropped some water. I got to give it the old spin J first. The old mat job. Yep. All right, let's give it a good twirly. You know, I've had people, in- but uh, go ahead. No, yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
0: Oh, yeah, um. I've had, pe- I'm sniffing. I've had people in the past call me a Rob job and I think it's just because it,
1: that sounds really weird.
0: Well, you say Matt job too, but
1: like, you know, you didn't say that was
0: weird, but I think it's just because Rob runs. Yeah, job. but it's like
1: meant to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it was. If you call it a spin J, it changes things. <laughs> <laughs> a Matt job.
0: How is a Matt job any different than a Rob job? A Rob Job
1: just sounds <laughs> super dirty. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't get can't get by that.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, was-
1: so what do you think of those uh that no ooh nose did change.
0: Yes. What are you getting?
1: Uh a little more of that rice spice. Okay. I wouldn't call it like a strong rice spice, but it's noticeable. And then a little less of the cherry notes and a little more of that that kind of caramely, but also oaky note.
0: Okay. My so I I got a lot sweeter on mine. I thought the sweetness came out a ton with the water. So, it's definitely
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Ooh. Mm. There's
0: definitely palate's great it, Okay, I haven't gone my but it's definitely the water improved the nose a ton like there's a lot more going on there I'm getting a lot of different uh-huh. sweetnesses I think the rice spice is there more yeah the nose is better what are you getting on the palate
1: a lot sweeter a lot more vanilla um this is it's definitely fruitier in general more um yeah, I would say I would say cherries are, are showing up more on the palate now. In a in a little less Luxardo cherries and a little more Bing cherries like we were talking mm-hmm. about. Um, I might even I only have a little bit of a like a half or maybe a little sip. Left, I might pour more so that I can add water again because that was good.
0: So far, water has got it for me. I think uh, it's definitely, for me, I'm just a lot of being, there's a little bit of bitterness on the end, but I think mm. the, the front end of that palette is worth that little bit of bitterness because the water. I mean, it just, everything just kind of blossomed out of it. It's a lot, everything's a lot richer. Um, I like it. The water's nice. It's a pleasant surprise from a bourbon.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was talking to Miles Ferguson today, and he was saying he was talking about the old Matt Job, the old Spin J, mm-hmm. and how with Scotch he's been. I mean, he'd never mentioned Scotch, but I know he's much more of a Scotch appreciator. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, he was, and I was like, yeah, Scotch is 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 much more worth the risk of adding water to. Meanwhile. Bourbon, it's it's a crapshoot to to see if it gets better. Mm-hmm. I would say most of the time it doesn't get better mm-hmm. with um, adding water or ice. I would agree, but I'm adding more water to this. I just poured more so that I could add more water.
0: <laughs> I'd agree, but that's usually be that might just be too because I typically just find myself agreeing with you. So I don't know. Nah. But no, I think you're
1: right. Like scotch is definitely you formulate your own thoughts.
0: Yeah, well, I'm easily swayed and informed. I'll say that. That's a nice way of saying it. So. I went for ice already. My okay. bus driver dropped that cube. Nice. Any further thoughts on your water? Did you sip it yet?
1: And then I'm gonna sip my last sip and give one more big palate okay. and finish notes on well, my
0: nose on the ice. I'm getting a lot of caramel. Yeah, tons of caramel there. Not better? Uh, I just went for the nose. I haven't gone for the sip yet.
1: Okay. So let me say this about water pour. This is worth 50 bucks just on the water pour alone. The bottle. Yeah. This is good. Um, Yeah. Caleb, I don't know if you've tried this with water yet, but you should. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So I'm intrigued to see what the... uh ice port will be like. So I'm about to let my bus Ooh. driver drop this cube. This,
0: you know, a little bit like, so obviously the ice adds some water to it, but I think, I mean, already it's a ton of sweetness. Like, and it's got a lot more, mm-hmm. it's like a car, a lot more caramely to me, like a, a way a, tip, a bourbon typically is. Um, yeah. I don't know, it's in, I'm going to go for my sip.
1: Go for it. I'm giving the old spin Jay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The the weird. The,
1: my hand is cold. Oh yeah.
0: Have you tried giving it the Robert job?
1: <laughs> the Rob job <laughs> sounds even worse <laughs> than the Rob job. Oh man. I feel like cold job doesn't sound that bad.
0: You're just you're just Maybe you're I'm just wrong. hating on me. You, you don't like
1: my name. Yeah. I love I'm your changing- name. I just don't like job after if it, your baby. It's like adding meat to a word. It's like. It's like uh, you get that meat water over there. Yeah. Like meat whiskey. Gotcha. It makes it sound disgusting. Okay. Yeah. My na- but go ahead. What were sure, you saying? Sure, sure. Um, sure, sure.
0: Water is, or the ice, it's, you know, I, I think water's where it's at. Ice, I'm getting not as much. The nose is sweet for sure. It's sweeter than neat. less sweet than water. Uh, on the palate, I think it's just lacking. It falls a little flat. Which is you know not surprising. That's typically kind of what we get with bourbons and ice. But um, it's a little flat. Mm-hmm. It's still good. Not a lot, no real bitterness. It has a nice kind of lingering mouthfeel to it. Um, but yeah, nothing too impressive.
1: So when I when I nosed the ice pour, I was getting a slight one of my favorite notes, uh, strawberry syrup on it okay. on the nose but when i sipped it at the front of the palate it was glorious <laughs> it was super sweet just candy like sweetness and then it kind of went into a little bitterness and 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 just ran it was like a remote control car that was that the remote was thrown on the ground it just went everywhere and like just dissipated i'm with you on that but the front of the palate was one of the best first sips i've ever had but it it ended quickly don't get me me wrong and i do agree with you i prefer the water pour overall but if i were to say what's the best beginning of the palate for all these things i'd be like yeah it's ice. but i gotta try that again too
0: um i I think i'm good i think i'm ready to get my rating here
1: um are you viscosity changes a little bit too in a good way but
0: mm, that's good, but yeah,
1: not as good as ice really or water, it fell f- but go I, ahead. You got a fell f- rating in fell mind? Flat for me.
0: I don't know. You any other thoughts before I kind of get into ratings here? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Um,
1: no, I think I've formulated mine as well.
0: All right. So for MSRP, I think the, you know, it skews it a little bit because that is a good value for a bottle, um, for what you get. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's also fairly unique. Um, there's a lot going on there. It kind of goes bucks to some trends with ice water, neat kind of stuff. But I, I don't think I, I can't really get myself past like an eight point eight. I feel like it's good. It may not be the bottle I go for, um, but if it's there, yeah. I'm gonna grab it. Like there's definitely some bottles I would take before this, but this is good enough. Well, yeah, I'm gonna go 8.9 8. 9. 8. 9 is where I'm at. Nice. Yeah. So that's where
1: I'm at. Where are you at? I'm actually pretty close to that. I'm between an 8.8 and an 8.9. I was going to go an 8.85 right in the middle. Okay, nice. This is good. It's worth 50 bucks if you can find it for that. It's also got the rarity value, which shouldn't be in my score, and I wouldn't say it is, but it is nice to have on the shelf for the you know, show-off value in a way. Otherwise, yeah, some really, I mean, it's unique. That's the thing about this bourbon yeah. right here is i've tasted nothing like this it's <clears throat> not true not the it's 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 not out of the ordinary it's not saying like a bourbon tastes like uh pineapples or something like that where it's like this is crazy it's not it, there's nothing you haven't seen before but the combination of notes that i'm getting here make it very unique mm-hmm. like i would hope that after this i could kind of figure out what i'm drinking if i had a blind test with this who knows uh but it's very good i don't know if it broke nine i don't know if it broke 8.9 but i would say yeah 8.85 on this one i'm pretty happy about that score very good worth buying but i'm with you there are a few bottles i might get if i only had 60 bucks to spend or something like that yeah. so okay yeah and thanks again to to the bourbon badger caleb olson for this pour
0: our wisconsinly badger
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. all right sounds good man well cole what time is it
1: yeah i think it's time for whiskey world news
0: all right and we're back from the break that actually was a break because i had crybabies upstairs Uh, he went on a walk (laughs) we walked we walked it out and cole and i are good again we had a little tiff we took a walk. We talked. Tiff. It was good. We talked. Yeah. Cole no longer believes my name is disgusting because that really hurt my feelings. Yeah. It's a beautiful name. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is the-, the greatest name. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we don't affirm each other's feelings, but we read an article and we talk about it. Uh, this one comes from the Whiskey Wash, and it's that time of year, guys and gals. You should know this one's coming. This one's titled, Five Slick Whiskey Lifestyle Gifts. For Dad on Father's Day. And I don't see an author of this one because I feel like the whiskey wash is above this. And they don't want to... Any, <laughs> any of their journalists want to put their name on it, is my guess.
1: Uh <laughs> uh-huh. That would totally make sense, too. <laughs> anyway. Because whiskey wash is like where where Nino Kilgore Marchetti comes Kilgor, from, right? Yes. Kilgore.
0: Um, and, yeah. and you know what? I'm not even going to read this article. I'm just going to read the five things they list and see what your thoughts are cool so yeah. we'll just kind of do like that a little different not the whole article in your thoughts
1: so wait what's the remind me what is the title say it's like what 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 kind of whiskeys again five
0: slick whiskey lifestyle gifts for dad on father's day so it's a little lifestyle it is a little gifts. different i'll give the whiskey wash some credit it's not five whiskeys that paid us to tell you to drink them it's that's true. five slick whiskey gifts that paid us
1: to tell you to use them
0: um
1: my favorite kind of gifts are lifestyle gifts oh
0: man for sure so the first one they say is the brewmate n-o-s apostrophe R nasser stainless steel whiskey oh no it must be noser nosing glass in walnut and this is a super cool whiskey glass that actually is made of double walled stainless steel and features a lovely walnut wood looking finish it's seven ounces and they really aren't like a Glencairn glass for nosing whiskey, but they are suitable for adding a little ice to your glass and keeping your whiskey chilled for longer than a traditional glass could. So, Cole, yeah. is this something you would be interested in? No. Yep. Okay, with you.
1: Yeah. So it's it's. I don't like steel containers to drink whiskey out of. You
0: still don't like steel. Yeah, and you
1: know what? It's still don't like it. And
0: like. It's not like uh, for looking at the picture. It definitely looks like it's made of wood. It's got a very nice walnut finish on it. And if it was like a walnut, glen, ah. like a wood Glencairn, I might be interested. That's kind of fun, you know. It's crafty. It's just my type. It's crafty, right? Uh, but yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. She
1: gets around. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, the next gift for
1: she's always down <laughs>
0: for your lifestyle would be a Cooper's Cast Coffee Bourbon and Whiskey Barrel Aged Four Bag. Coffee set. Now, you don't drink coffee, but when you did drink coffee, would you want a coffee that includes four four ounce bags of whole coffee beans aged in casts that have held bourbon malt whiskey, rye whiskey, and rum with only one with only grade one single origin beans? Is that sound?
1: I would definitely try you it. Would try it. That's something that would be worth trying. Okay, so
0: you try it, but would you ask for it?
1: Uh, it depends on if I liked it after trying it. Okay, so
0: okay i see where you're going here so that's a non-committal to this is a great lifestyle gift right off the bat unless yeah.
1: you've asked for it
0: see for this sure kind of like a father's day stocking stuffer to me right it's like this isn't your gift but yeah. this is like hey give it a try kind of like you're saying yeah
1: that's actually a good point i might even get that for my father Ooh! although he's probably going to listen to this episode but I think I have a better idea in mind. But I'm not going to say it because it's not Father's Day yet.
0: <laughs> All right. And this one is an original grain reclaimed whiskey barrel watch. This lovely watch is Hank. I feel like uh, Bob Barker or what's his face
1: on the prices right now.
0: This lovely watch. Ron is Ronnie. It, Rob Ronnie. That, that, the, the, he's the answer, right?
1: Handcrafted is, it, with, is it Rob Ronnie? Like Rob Job is, Ronnie? Oh, a, or is it Ron as in Ron name. Job? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was Ron, to be honest.
0: I think it's Rob Roddy. Anyway, this...
1: I'm down. This lovely watch... It's a beautiful name.
0: <laughs> this lovely watch is handcrafted with reclaimed whiskey barrel wood and espresso-plated stainless steel. It's scratch and water-resistant, which means it's especially great for those times when dad has maybe had a couple too many drams and slaps people huh. because he's got a test he's studying for. Anyway, would you want an original reclaimed whiskey barrel watch, Cole? Uh,
1: I like classier metal watches or at least i don't know i'm very particular about watches so no i'm gonna pass no. on this one as and well. i think
0: i would pass as well i would want if it was like a like my favorite
1: distillery barrels maybe
0: like oh, a yeah. mash up with my
1: if it were like eagle rare 17 barrels yeah i would be interested gotcha.
0: yeah <laughs> all right yeah. and then the fourth one here is a Christopher Knight Mid-Century Acacia Wood Bar Set in Rich Mahogany. If, like Ron Burgundy, the day in your life enjoys Ooh. the smell of rich mahogany, then look no further than this stylish mid-century modern bar cart. Looks like something right out of Hans Wegner Exhibit. Uh, it's got both form function and sleek lines. Would you want a Christopher Knight Mid-Century Acacia Wood Bar Set in Rich Mahogany?
1: I, I got to see it. Yeah. But I, I it, it would be a, it would be a toss up depending on how good it looks. I'm very minimal in my uh appreciation of bar carts and bar shelves and stuff like that, but if it fits that style, i I think in. you would.
0: It's very minimalistic. It's very mid-century modern. It's it's really pretty. I would go Ooh. for this depending on the price. Like it looks like it's got to be expensive. Um and then last one here is a crystal clear geodesic ice sphere mold. Is dad someone that goes ape over a perfectly clear ice cube in his whiskey? Then this geodesic ice sphere mold would make the great addition to his drinking encouragement for his father's day. Not only is the shape unique, but the mold setup ensures it's crystal clear, so dad can impress all his drinking companions. Help dad make his ice game super strong. Is this something you would want, Cole?
1: So, this is something I would want. Okay. I love geodesic spheres. Oh. And if it can be a clear piece of ice in a geodesic sphere shape sold it's like yeah you get you it it checks all the boxes it's clear ice it's geometric and uh and it's i don't know like they i just think that's fancy looking you know if it if it actually was clear ice and i don't know like i see a geodesic sphere in terms of that like as like a faceted stone Mm -hmm. And I like that idea, okay. Of like watering, putting, putting, pouring whiskey onto a faceted stone or something like that. It's kind of cool to me.
0: Yeah, my first thought was faceted stone too, and (laughs) my second thought was I gotta Google that crap. Um, Uh I kind of like it. You know, I love clear ice, but I think more than like a mold, I like making it myself. So I think I would pass on this one, but I would not be upset if I got this one. So. Anyway, yeah. There's there's some whiskey lifestyle gifts for you. Um that's whiskey world news, which uh yeah, there you go. Anyway, Cole, what's what's our next segment we're gonna talk about here, Cole?
1: I think it's time for what whiskey would you choose. Oh, Cole,
0: you're right. It is time for what whiskey would you choose. Uh last week, our what whiskey would you choose proposition was what whiskey would you be okay with being your only whiskey? And it had to be reasonably reasonably priced, reasonably readily available on a reasonable scale. Like maybe every two out of three times you go to the liquor store kind of a thing here. Um, and Cole went with Buffalo Trace. Wow, that's surprising, Cole. You went with Buffalo Trace? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Always. You know, I look back and I should have said Eagle Rare. But I'll stick with my okay. buffalo trace. But
0: even even less surprising than cold going buffalo trace is I went with wild turkey rare breed, which I feel like I go with a lot too. Uh, but anyway, I won this one sixty three to 37 percent. So that was last week's. This week's though. Oh, we know we got to talk about last week's write in. So, golly, I'm getting ahead of myself here. A uh, lot of good write ins here. Uh, Andrew loud and clear went with four roses, small batch select, and super yep. solid right there with you and then like even we were talking with him this week or you were and i was just voyeuristically rob jobbing and looking on (laughs) um but uh yeah it's becoming more readily available which i like because it's a solid bottle so i agree with it there uh dramhound the whiskey giant in our world went with knob creek 14 to 15 year old store picks and he had a laughing emoji is that hard to find or is that easy to find
1: uh it depends. it depends. Yeah, it really depends for Knob Creek okay. ages like that. Uh
0: Whiskey by the Bay went with old
1: for- but not o- impossible. Not impossible. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh
0: yeah. Whiskey by the Bay went with Old Forester nineteen twenty. I'm right there with you. Great stuff. Oh, good stuff. And Marco and Casey may be the smartest listener we have because he says, Nailed it with rare breed. Booyah Grandma, there you go. Uh <laughs> who gives a dram? Old Forester 1920. Again, perfect blend of flavor while still having a higher nice. proof. Yep. Got a couple of green there. And Bourbon underscore West went with Eagle Racer because I assume he's had a couple Eagle Rares and sometimes it's hard to spell. So I think he went with Eagle Rare there. Did you say, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, Eagle R-S-R-E. But you know, the S is close to the A. So A-S-A. Yeah. All right. Um, Palmetto Whiskey Library went with. Oh. What? No, go
1: ahead. Sorry. Palmetto whi- I thought you were done. No, I'm not.
0: I got four more at least. Palmetto Whiskey collaborating with Ezra99. Nice. Bro, Taskin our Canadian turtle friend, went with. Uh, he says he says he sees Nika uh, from the barrel on the shelves fairly regularly, so he's gone with that, and I am a jealous man if you can get that regular regularly. Uh, and our last two yeah. here are Bryce Morita went with Maker's Mark Classic, 46. Might be a little sweet to be my one and only though. So he's even doubting himself. Uh and then our good friend Embellish Pod, who again, check out his podcast, great stuff. Went with Eagle Rare all day every day. So Oh yeah. I think you would have if you would have done Eagle Rare, you'd probably
1: would have been in better shape, Cole. So That's true. But and how much did I lose by vote wise? Uh
0: I want to say it was like 70 30, it was 3763. That's a good split. Uh,
1: One other uh, write-in that was a longer write-in was Joel and M09, Joel Bradbury. He said, if I could only have one whiskey, it would be one that wouldn't even give the thought of the fact that there is so much delicious whiskey out there. So I'm just going to go Jack Daniels so I can mix it with Coke (laughs) and not think about it anymore. (laughs) LOL. Dude. If we are being serious, though, if I had to pay for the whiskey, I'm going to go with Glendalachie. 10, cask strength. If money is no object, then I'm going to go with bourbon cask, daft mill, release, or some 25-year-old Isla, like Bunehaven or uh, Lefroy or Bruclati, uh, et cetera. If I had to be a bourbon, Eagle Rare. Basically, I couldn't choose. Ha-ha. <laughs> so that's that's uh, Joel Bradbury there. There we go.
0: All right. So that was last week. This week, going off our what whiskey would you choose... And just the timeliness of the show here. What, Cole, what whiskey are you hoping to get slash looking to buy for the fathers in your life? So if you're a father, what whiskey are you hoping to get? If you're not quite a father yet, what whiskey are you looking to give your father? What is your Father's Day whiskey? So do you have any idea called, what's your Father's Day whiskey going to be? Because you could potentially this I do this, is, this could be your first Father's Day, and we've actually talked talked about yep. this on the show. So you might, but this is gifting. So we said what are you going yeah. to celebrate? Yeah, so that
1: changes things. Well, no, I think I I think I actually think the same <laughs> thing. So I sadly these days, Eagle Rare the ten year is super hard to find. And it used to not be that way. And I get upset about it sometimes. (laughs) But I'm not going to be some, like, victim about it and say, like, I can't get Eagle Rare. I'm just going to try to find it. And like. And I've tried to follow leads and stuff like that. But I love Eagle Rare. I do think it is a fantastic gift. And, like, if my dad were, like, super into whiskey, I would totally, like, go out of my way to buy him some Eagle Rare. But then secondly... Uh, it's, it's been said before that, um, if my baby, when my baby girl is born, I'm going to drink one bottle of Eagle Rare, not in one day, but I'm going to open one bottle of Eagle Rare and then I'm going to save another bottle. So I already have the two bottles set aside. So one, when she's born, I'll crack the bottle. And then one, when she's 21, I'll crack the same, the other bottle. So Eagle Rare is my answer. I think, I honestly think it's a fantastic gift. And it's rare enough to where it's like, oh, you actually like went out of your way for this as well as it's a fantastic bourbon. Like it's almost unbeatable at the price level. Yeah. So that's my thought.
0: Okay. Well, I'm going to go. Uh, so it's funny you mentioned that actually, because I couriered you. So the last time we talked about whiskey, you're like, oh, it's hard to find Henry McKenna. And so we encourage you the yeah. biggest. I, I encouraged you uh, the bottle of uh, Henry McKenna. But I also I was debating yeah. because I had a bottle of Eagle Rare I could have sent you as well, but I only had enough space left in the couriered package for one bottle. So I, uh, ugh, sorry, Cole, I almost I almost made your father's. It's okay. Day, I'm sorry. Um, you almost did. So did. one of my favorite things about Father's Day was last year, uh, Chelsea was messaging uh-huh. you, or oh no, it was my anniversary. But I'm gonna go. It, it applies for Father's Day too. And yeah, you were like oh, let me check out Idaho's you know what's available and she got me a bottle of Elijah Craig barrel proof and it was awesome I love it great stuff solid Um, you know easy enough to find at times where it's something that you can grab Um, but it's also special enough where it feels frankly special so that's what I'm going with so yeah yeah did you just go with Eagle Rare just because you wanted to go with it last week and you would have won
1: uh, no, it's, <laughs> ah, it's, it's the perfect gift.
0: At this point it uh, is, yeah, But, for sure.
1: yeah, yeah, you, I mean, it's just, I mean, come on, it's ego-freaking-rare. Which is crazy to me, because... Um, can I tell a quick story? Sure, Cole.
0: You tell as many stories as you
1: want. Okay, cool. We're already... Over an hour by five minutes, <laughs> or no, well, no, I, I guess maybe I, not I, by five I took minutes because with your uh, baby yeah. thing, it took a little bit. Inner but anyway, walk. yeah, the walk, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, I this week, and I showed, I sent you a text. So I've said this before. I have friends in Virginia. I used to live in Virginia. <laughs> I have family in Virginia. I sign up a few people for the uh, Virginia. Alcoholic beverage control board uh, lottery for special bottles, and I just did it again, and I just won the opportunity to buy a Blanton straight from the barrel. It took me a second to think about. Yeah, Blanton <laughs> straight from the barrel. I am so excited. Like for those who know, some people, uh, some Blanton straight from the barrels are phenomenal. Some are all right, but I'm gonna guess the one that I got is like one of the best whiskeys that's ever been made. So I'm very excited. Uh, one of my friends is picking it up in my on my behalf and uh, will be setting it aside for me. So I'm very oh, excited to have gotten the plant straight from the barrel. Because when we did it with uh, Caleb Olson, he had a single barrel, barrel proof, of course, which are plantains. Uh, and it was one of the best wishies I've ever had. It was like pure butterscotch. It was phenomenal. Yeah. But then, technically, I've had some since, and not all of them are butterscotch phenomenal. So, we'll see. But I'm going to guess mine's amazing.
0: Keep those hopes high, Cole. Keep them high.
1: Yeah. Speaking of hopes. Oh, wait, no. We're not ready for the hopes yet. we got to talk about <laughs> what we're drinking <laughs> next episode.
0: It's an and the hopes. Yeah. So, what? Oh, nopes. gosh. I totally forgot what we were talking about.
1: So, we're between oh, right. two bar oh, boy. Hey. bourbon from uh, Spokane or it's from Seattle. Seattle? That's a Seattle forget. one. I believe yeah. source, yep. Okay, though. cool. So two-bar bourbon, we're keeping that on the uh, list here. And then what was the so other one, Robbie?
0: We have another West Coast versus East Coast battle here. Uh, we're going to go with yeah. the Christine Riggleman
1: Private Reserves? Reserve, Reserve. from uh, Silverback, Silverback Distillery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Uh, Virginia slash Pennsylvania.
0: And that one was sent to us by Bryce, uh, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that's right. Perfect. All right, mm-hmm. so we got... we got... B-side life. <laughs> oh, man. So,
0: yeah, East Coast versus West Coast. We'll put those two up on Pick pick from the Two Tuesday, and then we'll do our What Whiskey Would You Choose on Wednesday. And uh, you know what? We yep. love talking to you, folks. So make sure you hit us up. Let us know what you think. Um, yeah, love hearing from you guys. It makes our week for sure.
1: So. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I hope they hit us up. I hope they enjoy hitting us up so we can hit them back up.
0: I hope we don't hit them too hard. I hope we don't hurt them when we hit them, when we hit them back.
1: I hope that we hope that we hit them so that they hope that we hit them back. (laughs) I think that works.
0: I'm going to break away from this hoping. And, Nicole, I'm going to hope that that baby comes on time and you have an amazing Father's Day.
1: Yep. Yep but most of all listeners <laughs> i guess not most of all i kind of i kind of will take that but second to most of all listeners i hope that our love of spirits lifted yours